This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. Another week, another podcast coming at you. Appreciate you tuning in. Um, This week, I'm coming at you. I had a guest cancel. This is a time of year where guests cancel quickly because there are so many family things going on. But I've been wanting to podcast with you guys um, about this time of year. Um, Some goals to set for next year. My plans for the rest of the deer season. um, So on and so forth. Um, And just kind of catch up on what I've been doing over the past week. So that's what this episode is going to be. Some deer content. um, Hunting content. My goals for next year. um, How I'm going to hopefully achieve those. And um, some other um, just housekeeping deals. Um, things to look out for next year that's coming down the pipe, things that I'm trying to work on. Um, and I also want to go over my personal goals with you. Um, I have started my accountability groups, and I think it would be cool to set my personal goals with you and uh, to be accountable for them um, with all you guys listening. Also, um, it's a perfect time of year. Everybody starts next week with the New Year's resolutions, but it's a perfect time of year to start thinking about your goals for next year and what you want to achieve. Um, but... Like always, we got to get into the people that make this possible, and uh, that's starting off with Exodus Outdoor Gear. Another terrific year working with Exodus. Um, thank you guys so much for using that code WL um, at checkout. You guys rocked it this year. Really showed support to the podcast and to Exodus brand. Um, I know you guys got some high-quality gear. Um, that code is still live as of right now. Um, I'm not sure if they're going to change it up for next year, but... You can still go out there and snag a rival, um, or you can still go out there and snag some of the new NIS arrows, 
um, or those boosters antennas that I mentioned last week. Um, one thing I will like, to, I, I have to say about the rivals is their battery life is really, really good. Um, I did some that I did not run lithiums in this year. I know they suggest lithiums, but man, you run that many cams, it gets expensive. So, uh, I cheaped out and run some cheaper cam some cheaper batteries and they've been holding up good. So, um, like I said, that code is still live. If you're looking to get a couple more cell cams, I have a couple messages. One guy said he was going to purchase a bunch. I think tax time's coming. Some people are wanting to kind of get an idea of what they want to sell or what they want to buy when they get that re refund. Um, and a couple guys messaged me and saying that they're going to be getting some, some cell cams. They want some info on them. But if you guys have any info, um, want some you know, first-hand experience of a guy that's used them for the last five years, Reach out. I'd love to chat about cell cams or red cams with you, whatever you got going on. Next is rec broadheads. Um, be on the lookout for a new broadhead coming out. Of course, ATA time. You know something's going to be popping out of rec broadheads. Um, they've had some good success with it last year. I'm excited to see it. I don't even know what it is yet. Um, but I am going to be working with them next year, um, and my code will still be live. WLP 15. If you're looking for some broadheads for next year or you want to purchase some early, early I'll save you 15% um, at the checkout. Um, Dark Night Outdoors. If you guys need any thermals, guys, man, I took the boys out um, thermal hunting, went coyote hunting, um, and then we, um, I messed up on a coyote, but we called in four on the thermal at night. And man, it's just so cool to see them coming in. And the boys had a handheld one and was watching them come in and just such a cool experience. Um, and then we went coon hunting and just wrecked the coons. Boys had a great time. They did all the shooting. Um, and uh, I think we ended up with 12 coons and two possums. And uh, they had a really good time. And the farmer was extremely happy because he'd been having a lot of crop damage. Stocks pulled down from coons. Um, so he told me to go back out there the next night and uh, and kill more because there was quite a few that, you know, kids are setting up the guns on the bipod and they got away. Um, but shout out my buddy Garrett. Um, he, he brought his uh, gun down, um, for the boys and, uh, bipod set up and really made an awesome night for them. Um, lots of fun, lots of dead coons and, uh, just a memory that they have forever as well as me and Garrett. Um, uh, but next but not least is the first form. Like always guys, if you want to talk about fitness, we're going to talk about fitness in this, um, this episode a little bit, not only, you know, physical fitness, but mental fitness. If you guys are struggling, you want to talk about it, you'd like to join an accountability group. Um, I have three going right now. And I'll tell you what, those have been awesome to see these guys that want to see other people succeed, pushing each other, talking about workouts, talking about what they're just doing in life, um, the struggles that they have going on and chatting that out, whether it's with their wife, with their kids, work, whatever they got going on. It's really cool to see that. Um, and I'm here for you guys. I want to be that guy. That's one of my main goals next year. I want to be the guy that's motivating dads as well as, you know, husbands to do the right thing, to push the extra limit, you know, to play with their kids more, to not be satisfied um, with what the society says is normal. Like the dad works a bunch and has to provide. I, I, I want to push that out and push this, uh, this fit, exciting playful dad um that is able to do anything and enjoy his kids to the maximum and let them enjoy their their time with you to the maximum um so we'll get into that later but the call out of the week and this is going to be a hard one for a lot of people 
Um, and I'm going to try to do it as well. Um, so what I want to do is this time of year, um, a lot of people go to Christmas parties, whether it's at work, family, whatever. Um, I want you to find someone that you've known, but you haven't really talked to a bunch. Maybe it's like your nephew or, you know, a niece or your sister-in-law or a brother-in-law or someone that you're like, you talk to every now and then, but you don't like really, you know, get into a good conversation about something with. And, um, Put your phone down and go over there and start a conversation with them. Like, ask some questions. Be really, really engaged, um, excited to talk to them, and kind of see where that relationship goes. Um, I feel like this time of year, people get together, and it seems like in the past, there was more of an actual, like, family getting together. Now it's more like groups of family like at the party that are separated, at least in, you know, some, some of my gatherings, even at work, there's like certain groups that are like segregated a little bit and they're chatting, but no one's like bouncing around talking to everybody. And a lot of people are on their phone, even when they're in the circle talking or, um, but just try to step away from the phone, enjoy your family and engage in some conversation with someone that maybe you haven't conversed, maybe you haven't talked to your mom for, you know, like a real good conversation with her for a while. Cause you've just been going through life, go over to your mom and say, Hey, you know, uh, you know, if she's retired, how's retirement treating you? You know, what are, what are you and dad doing these days? You know, how's your health? You know, how you feeling? Like, just get in asking her questions and see where their conversation goes. Um, I'm going to go visit my grandpa and grandma, and that's something that I'm going to do pretty heavily. I'm going to talk to my grandpa. Like, I've messaged my grandma and talked to her on the phone some, but my grandpa isn't really the talking phone type as much. Um, so I'm going to just sit down and talk to him. You know, no phone probably two, three hour conversation I can see myself having with him. And a lot of times, um, it seems like those grandpas and, you know, uncles and stuff like that, they want to talk, but they don't want to bother you with it. Um, and, uh, I feel like if you put the foot out there, you might open it up and you might get into real good conversation and have a memory with him that, you know, or her that will last a lifetime. Um, so I think that's wraps up all the, the housekeeping, but getting into uh, this week's episode, Let's talk about deer hunting because that's what we're here for. Um, man, looking at the extended forecast, guys, it is just um, very, very sad. Like, it's uh, there's nothing real positive about it. I did move a bunch of cams and I have located some really good deer um, finally. Um, it took a while, but the weather is just not, it's not cracking up to be, you know. I mean, we got the lowest temperature I got in the next 15 days is 24, 22, 20, yeah, 22. Um, so, you know, we got some days in the 30s that I'll probably hunt, but we got a stretch here all week through Christmas and the first to next week, that's 50s, you know, 54 for the high, 55 for the high, Christmas is 53 for the high with rain. Um, so it's going to be tough hunting, guys. It's going to be tough. Those bucks aren't going to have to move. They're going to be nocturnal as hell. Um, not saying you can't kill, but it's going to be tough. And you're just waiting on a good cold front to come through. And, you know, maybe when it drops from that 50 to that 29 on Wednesday, Thursday of next week during that New Year's Eve time, if you got any time off during that, um, it might be a time to go out there and try it in the evening. But um, it's it's going to be a booger for, for a while, guys. It's just not uh, not ideal for um for this time of year you want some cold temps snow on the ground deer hitting the food plots um i am going to be taking my uh, my boy during the late doe season 
um, killing some does. Um, I might kill a doe, um, you know, and I'm not giving up on the bucks. I got, I got some aces in my hole. Like I always do, you know, you never want to give away everything you got going on, but, uh, I'm not out of the, I'm not out of the game yet. I killed December 30th last year. Um, but, um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to, and in the state of Illinois, I'm going to say that I'm not going to, um, shoot a lesser buck just to shoot one. If I shoot a deer, it's going to be one that I want. And that's going to be the same thing for next year. Um, I've kind of stuck to, I'm okay with killing. I don't feel like I have to validate myself with you guys. Um, every single year, like I used to, um, maybe just maturing as a person and, and honestly not caring as much about the validation of the social media and stuff that I did in the past. Um, I'm not going to kill something of lesser quality than I want. And I got a couple bucks that I would love to kill. And I got a couple bucks that are really solid that I'm, if I had given the opportunity, I'm going to pass for next year. Um, I got a 12 pointer that I lo- I had I multiple times daylight in October and now he's back. And, you know, in the past I'd go out there and hunt him for sure. Um, but th- this year I've just, I'm just not feeling it. You know, I was out working out um, in the garage with the boys and uh, I got four skull plates of bucks that I haven't mounted. Three in the last three three years, and uh, or you know three not last year a European those but the years before, um, and uh, Missouri deer you know deer I shot up here, and they're like why aren't you mounting them? I'm like, you know I just don't know. You know I maybe one day we will, but the cost of a mount and uh, it's just not a driving factor. I used to be the guy that wanted. 50 on his wall people to come over and look at him and talk about how good of a hunter I was and talk about all the memories and stuff and now I'm just in it for the memory of myself and that moment that kill um I could share it with you guys and motivate other people to hunt um and just having the mounts on the wall I think that I mean that showcases a memory for yourself but it's almost for other people as well just to come by and look at your deer um and kind of showcase them that way which is really cool um but I know it's a honorable way to show the deer, but I still have them, you know, hanging up, skull plated, nice, um, European mounted, nice. It's going to take something big for me to mount it. Not saying I'm not going to ever mount a deer again. I definitely will. Um, but it's going to take something nice for me to mount it just because it's, uh, my hunting is, you know, everything evolves over time and it's just changing, um, throughout the year. But, uh, like I said, this year for hunting, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough going out there. Um, for late season for at least for where I live, Midwest, Missouri, Northern Illinois, you know, you get North of that, you might get some fronts that we're not getting, but around here, it's pretty piss poor, um, to say the least. But, um, I do have some pretty cool podcasts lined up for you guys coming up. Um, I got, um, the land trust guy, Nick, that's something really cool. Um, that I'm probably going to be working with next year. Um, so be on the lookout for that. That's, um, basically you can, uh, lease ground for a day or a week in Nebraska private land or Colorado or wherever. Um, and instead of paying an outfitter, you have private land to go on and, uh, there'd be no one else out there except you. And a lot of them have like places to stay and it's pretty reasonable prices. Um, and especially if it's someone that like, you know, wants to go to Iowa for whitetail or Illinois for whitetail, Missouri, they have places that you can lease this private ground and have big deer on, and you're not going to pay that outfitter fee, and you're not going to have to pay for a hotel. It's all kind of a good package deal. Um, and they have a website if you want to check that out. But 
pretty cool. I'll be talking with Nick soon. I just seen him message me. That's why I brought that up. Um, but that's kind of the, the, the catch up for deer season. I moved the cams. I'm on the bucks. Um, I'm on, uh, one that's in the mid sixties, one that's probably a 50 class deer. Um, the mid 60 ones consistently hitting the food, but he's not hitting it till nine something. And I'm right on the edge of where I can push to hunt him. Um, but he's big, um, big deer, really cool. Um, he, he has been on my late season food plot area. Um, so it, we got some cold weather there late January. Um, you know, if the extended forecast changes, I got, I got a real good chance of that buck. So I'm just trying to play my, play my cards, right. Keep the pressure off that area and, uh, and not hunt and, uh, just, uh, let that deer kind of do his thing, feel safe. It's really cool that I have deer on that property this late in the year. Cause most of the time I don't. And that just goes to show you that my little amount of pressure on that property is really paying off this year with the deer and the does holding out. Um, so be interesting to get his sheds and see exactly how big he is. But I must must mo- I'd really like to kill him, put him on you know put him on the ground um, at the end of the year there, uh, like I did last year. But time will tell. Um, but getting into the goals for next year. Um, so this year, guys, you guys know that I kind of went. Um, I had all that private ground, and uh, I was feeling real good about myself, my chances on some bucks from last year like crazy, and it all changed. And I've recorded podcasts about it and, and kind of my struggles of this year and shot a buck in the shoulder and passed some really good deer. Not upset that I passed them at all. Um, passed old deer that just, you know, were five-and-a-half, six-and-a-half-year-old deer but just weren't the quality I wanted, you know, the rack size. Not the age class, just the rack size I was wanting to kill. Um and, uh, you know, one day I might get to that mature, mature buck deal, but right now I, 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 I'm, I'm after the rack size, just straight up honesty. Um, you know, if I had history with a deer, like multiple, multiple years of history, of course I'm going to kill that deer. Um, but, uh, you know, an old buck that I know I've had one year history with never encountered before. And I counter him this year. Um, like I did, I, I did Frank, I just, it just wasn't, I mean, he was 15 yards broadside hitting the scrape and he's 25 yards. I had time to film him with the main camera um, filming with my phone for like 25 minutes. I mean, I had plenty of time to kill this deer. Um, and, uh, just was jacked up there, but just not enough to grab the bow and, and pull the, pull the bow back. Um, but, uh, you know, I said nothing really tweaked my trigger to, uh, get me fired up. Um, but I have picked up one other piece of property already. And, uh, a good buddy of mine, he knows who he is, is going to let me hunt it. I'm, I've am i never hunted any of his stuff before, um, but he's going to let me hunt it. I'm going to run a cam there, um, and I'm also I'm going to go back to public. I know I said I wouldn't do it, um, but the quality of bucks that I want are there, um, and it's just a workload amount. I'm going to run less cams, um, red cams. Um, if I do hang red cams, um, I'm not going to check them. I'm just going to run them all year, maybe check them whenever I run into them, but I'm not going to do any big camera pulls in the summer or anything. I might go hang 10 or so, 12 on public, and just leave them, let them set, and uh, see what I can run into. But I know the quality of buck that I want to kill is there, and uh, it's just hard for me to know that they're there. You know, they've been there in the past every single year and not go in there and hunt them. Um, and I was kind of watching the pressure of that place while I was hunting my private ground and the pressure seemed to be down as well. And, uh, I know a lot of the other guys out there were kind of having kids 
uh, that were hunting it hard, were having kids and switching jobs, and and uh, you know it just seems like there wasn't as near as many people hunting out there as there used to be, so that might be a bonus as well. Um, so I'm probably going to be back out there swinging in the trenches unless um, unless uh, unless I run into some awesome uh, private ground with the lease or some permission. I do have some feelers out. Always do, and I'm going to be trying to get new ground um, throughout the whole entire year. Uh, but, you know, it's it's a struggle to get ground. Everybody knows it. Um, it's a it's a rich man's game in, in some places, especially around me, and most of it's all locked up. You either got to know a family friend or have permission or lease it, one or the other. So I got some ideas and some spots that I'm going to be reaching out to. Um, some, Like I said, I got some feelers in, and we're going to see what we can do. Um, but main goal next year, kill a big buck straight up, kill a big rack deer. Um, you know, high 50, 60 class deer is what I'm going for. Um, and that's the main goal for next year. I'm going to go to Missouri next year. No ifs, ands, or buts. I was wrapped up and trying to kill this year here, but just the experience of the getting away and the hunt, I'm going to try to make that a priority as well. Maybe take a buddy with me, um, get another memory there and uh, hopefully get a buck down, you never know, but just go for the the thrill of the hunt um, and, and the travel and, and that, and not get so roped up and killing a buck here that I can't I can't pull myself away and, and go down there, um, but uh, that'll be the main goal is, uh, you know, get my kid on more deer, um, try to get him on a turkey this spring, and uh, just uh, try to kill a giant buck next year, like everybody else's goal, you know, I'm, I'm, whether it's private, public, I don't really care where it's at. Just whatever I can get on the biggest class deer. I am only going to try and hunt a couple of deer, though. I'm not I, the things in the past I've done where I'm on five, six different bucks. I'm gonna pull off. I'm gonna find the two biggest deer that I think deem killable, and I'm hunting them. Um, plain Jane, simple, moving cams, not dedicating cams on properties where there's not bucks. Just trying to wait to see if something shows up. I'm gonna dedicate all my assets to that buck and see if that works, go back to what I used to do when I was hunting freeze and, um, and play that game again. It's a, it's a very frustrating game, but uh, it's a fun game. And it, I think it'll be, I'll get that drive back, that dog in me that I need. Like I got the dog when I'm working out, but I don't have the dog when I'm, uh, when I'm hunting as much as I used to, you know, I used to just want to live out there and kill these bucks and I just don't have it. So next year I'm going to try to get that fire back, get out there and rip, um, Another goal for next year is release an episode every single Wednesday like I always do. Um, really step up my Patreon game. I kind of slacked on that this year. Released a few episodes, um, some nice posted content on there about what I had going on. But definitely fell short on my goals of that. Um, just, you know, no excuses other than just time and, and not putting that as a priority. But um, those guys are showing me the most love possible, um, you know, signing up for that Patreon and that kind of content. Um, so my plan for next year is I'm going to locate some of these big deer and uh, going to run the Patreon. And anybody that's in that Patreon is going to be able to come hunt with me on that public land. Um, and hopefully I'm on another 180, 190 inch deer. Um, so that's the goal for me is to show some love to those guys and pretty much say, Hey, here it is. Here's this public land. Um, you know, come up and uh, I'll help help some with the tag. Is my plan is try to pay for half the tag or whole the whole tag, depending on how the podcast is going, how the Patreon's going, 
and uh, get out on that public and uh, try to kill a giant buck. If not, um, if I got something fire on private, might sneak out there as well. But uh, my plan is to do that, to actually hunt with whoever it is um, for three or four days, whatever they can come up, and film for them for those days. Um, and just enjoy the camaraderie and show some love. Um, so we'll be going over that next year. When to enter for that, um, I think that's going to be something cool. I know some other Patreons have done that as well, but I don't know if they're going on and actually filming the guy and documenting the hunt and doing all that. But that would be something really cool to do. Um, but uh, getting into some more goals. Now this is where it gets not so much hunting um, and more you know physical and uh, mental goals. So my accountability groups are growing, and they are phenomenal. I cannot believe how cool of a guys I got in there. I actually have a start. We're starting a um, shout out Trey. He wanted, he reached out and asked if I'd have any interested. He knows I read a lot of books. I audio book a lot and I read at night. It gets me incredibly tired while I'm laying in bed and it, I go straight, straight to bed um, after reading, you know, 10, 12 pages. Um, but we're starting a Christian based um, man, uh, men, men's book and kind of having a, a small group, um, a Christian small group, talk about, you know, read, we're going to read this chapter this week, and uh, we're doing it with the Born Again guys. Um, if you guys know them, they're good friends of mine, um, and Trey, and we're going to kind of read into that book, kind of dissect it, talk about how everybody feels about the chapter, what they picked out, kind of deep, um, that kind of hit them hard, or something that they need to work on in this chapter, and uh, it's that's going to be cool, man. It's going to be cool. I feel like that is such a, uh, you know, a touchy topic as well as something that a lot of people keep private. And my goal next year is to be more outspoken about that, kind of take you guys along with this group and, and let you guys know how I'm going to be doing. Um, I am a Christian, and uh, I think that's something that needs to be known next year more frequently. I have people message me and kind of ask me um, if I am or if they, you know, they're talking about that and they're kind of tiptoeing around and, I guess that's kind of the way it is this day and age, but um, I want it to be well, more well-known um, that that's what I represent, doing the right thing, trying to be the best human being you possibly can. Um, so going to be adding that as well. I got a lot of good ideas for this year, but um, as if you guys know my goals, I normally stick to them just like releasing episodes, man. I try to really, really stick to what I'm saying. Um, but the accountability groups, guys, if you don't want to get into mine, Think of a couple guys that you know that you just want to chat with. I don't even care if it's fitness-wise. Like, it could be work. It could be family. It could be someone that you went to high school with. Like, anything. Just say, hey, dude, would you want to get into a group chat and just, you know, message each other and see how your week's going? Um, just as kind of like a, a place to chat with another solid dude and just see if they're into it. You know, some guys aren't. Some guys are. Um and then you see where it goes from. And, man, we, I've had some in-depth conversation with people about their wives, um, you know, struggling with that, kids, work, fitness, a lot of fitness. You know, guys are – most – I'm going to say 90% of guys want to be fit. They want to do the right thing. Um, a lot of times they just choose not to, and it just it just blows me away how many guys are out there. And they want to they achieve this stuff but they don't know how. Um, and I had that guy. I had a couple guys to reach out to and say, okay, guys, I'm tired of the way I look. I'm tired of the way I feel. 
what 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 can I do? Where do I need to start? You know, um, and I had guys that were patient with me when I asked three thousand questions, and now I get to be that guy. It's it's so awesome to be able to turn the page and, and give back um, to the to the community of of dudes. You know, um, but main fitness goals for the year is um, I want to run eight miles a week. Um, running something that I I've enjoyed. <laughs> Ever since junior high, I was in cross country, and um, I just like it because when you're running, you're not really you're just thinking about how soft you are and how you can barely breathe, and you're not thinking about anything else. So literally, until you stop running, you're literally thinking about nothing but how long have I been running? My legs hurt, I can't breathe, and you're not thinking about anything else. It's such a mind-numbing, cleansing time, um, and I'm gonna get four lifts in a week, every single week, um, for the whole entire year. Uh, I've got a, I was doing six, then I was doing five, and I, not saying I won't do five, not saying I won't do six, but I will realistically get four in. I don't care if it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I don't care what it is. From Monday to Sunday, I will get four lifts in and eight miles. I've been struggling on the eight miles just because it's so damn cold out, boys. It's, cold. it's my gym, my outside gym in the podcast studio. Freezing, dude. It's freezing out there. It's 18 right now, and it was it's cold. But we got some warmer temps coming, so I shouldn't have an excuse not to run when it's 30 something out. Um, and uh, that's that's my main fitness goals. I am going to shed a little weight for the summer, like always, um, but not get crazy. Get to where I feel comfortable and go from there. Do it slow over time, and uh, and track it with my accountability groups, and and go from there. So if that's something that you guys are interested in and, like I said, you want some more feedback on, don't be afraid to reach out, dude. If it's if it's Christian stuff, if it's, it's being a dad, I'm not going to have all the answers, straight up. I'll tell you that right now. I, I'm not that kind of guy that's going to be able to word stuff, and but I can listen. I can, li- I can listen. I can chat with you, whether it's over email, it's over Instagram, it's over Facebook. I want to be that dude that's there for you. I've said that I don't know how many times, and I don't want it to come off as salesy or I want to be, I want to have a positive impact on fathers and men that are getting into that fatherhood time. Um, my past is very, very scarred like a lot of other people. And uh, my my main calling is, you know, being a dad straight up. That's what I was meant to do on earth is be a dad. Um, it took me a long time to realize that that's what I was supposed to do, but I really feel like that is my, my jam. I'm damn good at it. I'm really proud that I'm good at it. And I put a lot of effort in to be good at it. And, uh, a lot of tricks and tactics I've learned over the years. Um, but the main thing is, is you have to work on yourself to be good for your kids. No matter what any guru says or anything like that, you have to be solid mentally to be able to be solid mentally for your kids. It's, straight up is um but if you guys want to reach out talk about your goals well your fitness maybe your mental your work you're trying to make more money you're trying to work less you're trying to get your house remodeled whatever it is um share your goals um share your goals so you have to be accountable that's why i'm sharing my goals to you with you guys i want to be accountable for what i got going on and uh what needs to be done and what i'm called to do and i'm called to make an impact in people's lives so if you have any 
you know, diet needs, supplement needs, anything like that, reach out, man. I have the knowledge and I have, if I don't have the knowledge, I have the outlet to someone that knows. Um, so hopefully that I've motivated you a little bit, maybe to make some goals and uh, stick to them, maybe to reach out some people, maybe to have some conversations, um, and maybe to, to, to make 2024 your year, like straight up. This is, this could be your year. This could be the year where it all came together, man. Whether you've been doing good and you need to work on this one thing, um, or, you know, you're, you're not doing so well and you need to work on a bunch of things. Like, I know this is a hunting podcast and it will always be a hunting podcast, but I'm drawn for it to be more, um, and, uh, I'm excited to, to make it that this way this way in 2024. Um, as for future podcasts, I'm going to be doing a couple company podcasts um, just to kind of wrap up the year. And then I'm going to be going into the bucks of 2023. I already got a pe- couple people signed up for that. That's something that you'd be interested in doing. Um, Sharecasing your story of your hunt. You've wanted to come on a podcast for years. You've never known which one to go. Maybe it was your first buck. Maybe you know, it wasn't gigantic buck. I don't really care. I'm going to let people have a voice um, and make connections all across the state and grow this brand in a positive way with letting people share their stories. Um, and like I said, I've already got a few people, Pennsylvania, Mississippi, um, and I forget the third one. They're all in my notes. Um, but, uh, yeah, reach out if you want to come on the show, Instagram, Facebook, email, whatever. Um, would love to chat about your buck and give you a, sh- a platform to, to share your story for more people to hear and hopefully motivate people in your state to kill a buck, you know, or to hunt more or, you know, to, to dive in and, and figure out what they want to do. Um, so like always, always try to do the right thing, guys. And I've said that all year. I really like adding that in. It can mean a thousand different things, you know. Um, but when you hear it, hopefully it hits something. You're like, man, I Yep, I need to do the right thing. Um, try to leave a legacy. Leave a legacy is more than, um, you know, you can leave a legacy at work with being a positive um, positive impact at work, um, being a motivator. You can leave a legacy with your kids. You can leave a legacy with your grandpa. You know, you can, you can do it in so many different ways, uh, big and small. So try to leave a legacy, and Whitetail Legacy is out. In Wild Country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. I'm Will Cooper, and you're listening to HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast on the Waypoint Podcast Network. Stick around as I bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors, every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.